What's up, everybody? It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again, and welcome back to the All About It podcast. <laughs> Proud of myself for that. That was a, that was a good one, right? It's pretty good. I must not speak yes. before introduce. What is this? Ah. I hear I hear a ghost upon my chamber door. Help, uh, help. Ob- obviously, this is a show. Um, this is how every show starts. Uh, sorry. And uh, beyond that, it's not just me, Main Man Bennett, Bargles Man 5000 is also my a working title I, I've been working with for a while, feeling pretty good about it. And uh, check out the shirt. Got the shirt for my birthday from my, my big brother. It's got Austin Powers on it. It's got Bobby from King of the Hill, one of my faves. And it's Ariel. Well, I... Psych! I'm not on the shirt. But you are the star. You could be. You could be. There's a lot, a lot going on in the shirt. You got that shirt, and I'm one of those people that just don't get it. You know, you ever get a shirt that doesn't fit? You ever get a shirt that doesn't make any sense whatsoever? This shirt, not only, this shirt doesn't fit, but this shirt doesn't quit. <sighs> like, the color is, I almost said pretty. The color is pretty on you. Papa Bargles. So, this is the show, uh, uh, the 122nd consecutive week in a row um not gloating not bragging it's just it is what it is and we're so sorry it is what it is we've been hearing that lately it just is what it is it is just what it is and it it? it annoys me oh well it is what it is it's like well (laughs) okay (laughs) so i think then um you know introduction complete well done Mm -hmm. thank you and after we introduce ourselves, myself, yourself, we then review the week. Well, not we. I don't do that. I don't do that. One That's thing you are incapable of. I, I am fully capable. I don't. I, it's, about that. It's a choice. It's a choice. So what are you, what are you waiting for? Well, everyone, welcome to All About It. My name is Ariel. This is Bargles A Million. And this is my show. So welcome to the Week in Review, and here I blow. Last week... (laughs) Like a trombone. (laughs) Sorry, go on. Whenever I heard, there she blows. Right. Like, you know, as a kid, when you start... There she blows! It's always like a whale or like a Like, you know when kids start making fun of or throwing around the term 69 as like a joke? Yeah. But it's like, did kids really know what that (laughs) meant? When they were saying it, like, oh, 69, do you really know what that means? Probably not. Yeah. So, like, what? Probably not. Why? I don't know. Seems funny to me. <laughs> Seems funny right now. Where are you it going with this? It's the silliest thing. When you really think about it. I, I like, mean. Ugh. God. Fair enough. I'm tired just thinking about it. Okay. So, last week, we had a different kind of week, didn't we, Bargles? What? There was the week in which we had the day off to go on the sailboat trip. We did go on a sailboat, a boat with sails. It did have a motor as well, so it mm-hmm. wasn't fully sail uh, sailboat. There was also a motor as well. I was like, oh, we're going on a vintage. We surprised my sister for her birthday, and I was like, we're going on a, a vintage, old-fashioned sailboat. And I didn't even... It didn't even cross my mind that this mind. that this boat would be built after 1980. I thought that this boat was from like 1945, 
from the pictures. Right. The, the word vintage, really, your mind just starts to go off. So like, oh, is this a pirate ship? I was like, so, Captain Philip, when was this um, boat completed? And he was like, 1988. <laughs> this, it looks yeah. like it's, it looks like it's from 1945. Right. Okay. It did. Yeah. So, but of all of the sailboats in the marina that are parked, it's the only one with a wooden... Is it a shaft, Bargles? Correct. It's whatever me. you want it to be. Like, well, we're on the topic. A wooden mast. Sh- oh no, mast is the actual thing that is the the canvas that he pulls up to be a sail on the boat. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Right. You just you just said it like you're so confident. I'm just casting a little doubt. Okay, what do you know about sailboats, Bargles? I'm nothing. I'm not claiming to know nothing. Uh, you're the one coming okay. out here like, yeah, it's the uh, that's the the flugen, it's the flugen branch. All right. Where you hook up the, the main cabin. Why don't you drop that attitude? Okay. Bargles and I, and okay. Well, yeah. I was just, I, one thing I think, I don't know if you were done talking about the boat. Were you done talking about the boat? Oh, well, a little, but I'm going to get to the gonna point co- you're gonna of come, the story. Okay. Well, I, I have a comment about the boat when you're done talking what? about it. What? Go ahead. I want to hear. Well, it's not, so much, uh, it's not so much about the boat. It's more so about, it's much about the captain of the boat. Okay, go ahead. His name was? Captain Philip. Captain Philip. So. And? I waited a good like ten minutes into the ride. If you're familiar with the Tom Hanks movie Captain Phillips, uh, there's a classic <laughs> scene where the the pirates get on the ship and he has the gun in Tom Hanks's face and he goes, "I'm the captain now." He goes, "I'm the captain now." Uh, it's a great scene. YouTube it. Go, uh, maybe we'll put it in the description. Uh, okay. It's just it's just so, you don't even need to see the movie. So just see that scene. You and were you're, you're waiting to say I was that for line. Else. No, I was waiting for someone else to say the line. I was waiting for someone else okay. to say it. And why didn't you just do it? I did. Because you, no one else would. You were you had to wait 10 whole minutes for you to open your mouth and say a joke on the you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you have to wait your turn to hit a home run. And I just didn't want to wait. I went right up right up to the plate, slugger at bat. And I hit, you know, call me junior. Home run derby. <laughs> hit that out of the park. You know how many and people, how did he you react? Know, you know how many people laugh their guts out when I said that? How did, how did he react? He reacted uh, very professional. Okay, who laughed? The other, the random nobody. old guy no, on the Nobody boat? got it. Okay. Nobody got it. All right. But there's someone out there that gets it, that gets me. Okay, you That would have loved it. It was, the timing was so good. You ever say something that's just like, you know it's on the money. It's like right place, right time, wrong people. Wrong audience for this slam dunk LeBron James of a joke. Like this is, this is an all-star Michael Jeffrey Jordan uh, no commercial for Fruit is. of the Loom. You know, this is this is the best of the best. And you look around, it's like, who are the, who are these people? Oh, friends and family? Well, can't do anything about that. So we surprised my sister with a boat ride. Do you think that she was surprised? On a scale of 1 to 10. On a scale of 1 to ten, 10 being like, if you told me that you were pregnant, and 1 being like, I already know. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd say it was like four. Okay. Like, I okay. think she was, I think she was kind of surprised. Yeah. Like, there was some surprise element to it. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's at what point it's, you know, when we were pulling into a marina, I think she got an idea of. Well, yeah. Maybe this is boat related. I couldn't, sh- yeah, blindfolding is not the call. I don't do that. I don't blindfold people. That would so, have been uh, real. I think we should, we should have blindfolded. <laughs> 
and then like spun her around. You know what I oh, mean? Oh God, I get so sick. Okay. <laughs> so that happened. It was so fun. We had a great day off in the middle of the week. Wasn't that weird doing that? No. It was very, um, it was so fun and different. So that happened. Went to sushi, got some ice cream. So fun. I was a little hungover on Friday. So it was great. It was Adria's first experience with sake. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're a big, we love sake. But I wouldn't say we love it in so far that we like drink it we all the time. We don't buy it and like bring it home or anything. It's, for me, the experience of getting sushi is incomplete without getting a Japanese lager mm-hmm. and a and some and some hot we sake. Love a good I don't like cold sake nearly as much as I like uh-huh. warm With sake. A cold Kirin. Yeah, or, or Sapporo. Or Sapporo, yeah. So I'm gonna um, segue. Oh, okay. And say that I vlogged that whole day and another day last week too, if you want to check out my YouTube channel, which is linked below. You can see uh, Sister Beach try sake for the first time and get and uh, hear her thoughts on that. And uh, that's my segue into saying that I am rip roaring on YouTube in my own world, not just right here in All About It land, but on my own YouTube. Go check it out. Every week there's a new video from your girl. So that's been fun. And Bargles, your parents are going to live here this week. That's coming. Yes. Have we touched on this on the show? I don't know. Your parents are moving from Seattle after how many years? They've lived at the same condo for, well, or a condominiums. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's a condo um, in Redmond, Washington, where I grew up next to Idlewood Park. On Lake Sammamish. On if Lake Sammamish, if anyone's familiar. It's familiar. a great little uh, park. Actually, full disclosure, never thought it was that good. Never thought it was right. that good of a When park. you grow up next to something like that, and I grew up 10 minutes from that park, um, unbeknownst to each other, were we that close, right. growing up in our childhoods. But uh, I also thought, like, oh, we live around so many lakes, this is just another park. This, I remember distinctly to this day that park just makes me think of goose Goose poop. poop. Yeah, yes. same. Yeah. Same. So, I'm sorry, what was the question? Um, parents, they're moving. Yeah, my parents, <laughs> lived. they've lived in Redmond for... 34 odd years uh-huh. now at this location. Um, they lived there prior to my birth. You I were think born into that. They brought was, you home into they that. They brought me home into the condo that is now, I think, on the market. Uh-huh. Um, I took indelible markers, and there's a stone fireplace, and I wrote BJ for life with the number four. Uh, life, I think, L-Y-F-E, I... because yes. How old were you? It doesn't matter. No, I... I guess, yeah, I guess at any age, but yeah. Uh, I would think somewhere between the ages of four and 14, oh somewhere in there. God. I also took, uh, I also wrote in deodorant on my <laughs> bedroom door. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting, I, I have uh, Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven still like playing in my head on repeat. <laughs> For familiar with the show, it's just, I, I, anyway. Um, <laughs> I have it on my, I put deodorant on my chamber door. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm just I'm just helping you into the, my, the my world, world the world through Bargle's eyes. What did you write? Yep, yeah, baby. Um, I wrote Evan sucks. My bro- my older brother's name is Evan, mm-hmm. and I wrote S U X. I can't. Evan not. sucks. What I didn't know is deodorant on like wood, it stains the wood. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like forever. Uh huh. 
I think they had to repaint the door, and it even like kind of came through, came through the paint, and then they got new doors. Um, again, sorry, what was the question? That's right, they're moving. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they've been in the same place. I've marked it like an animal marking its territory. I have marked that house forever. Mm-hmm. Someone will move in there, and I, I, uh, they'll hopefully they'll pay way above market value, so my parents become very uh, healthy in their bank account, and then they'll move, and they're moving to Carlsbad. They already have a spot. They already have a spot. I'm going to help them move later this week. And uh, Carl's bad. You know, life is just, it's a continuum. It just is, it's a thread that just keeps pulling. Right. It's a river that just keeps flowing. Um, but I do believe in chapters. Right. You know, we, we all have different chapters. Some chapters are long. Some chapters are very short. And um, they're about to enter into a new chapter. And thus, as are we with their you know, them being around more often. Oh, yeah. I haven't celebrated a Christmas with my parents in 10 years, 11 years, 10 or ten or 11 years, something, something like yeah. that. So at least then that's a change. We'll <laughs> so, be able to celebrate, you know, holidays, birthdays. What are the odds of them actually listening to this right now? You know, they... Because every time... <laughs> no. No, it's not happening. <laughs> every time Bargles, like talks to his dad on the phone, he's like, oh, we have a... There's a new episode coming out tomorrow. And he's like, what's it about? <laughs> As if what, there's never been, nor could there ever be a topic that's going to be like, oh, I'm definitely tuning in for that. That's the one I'm most excited about. He's like, how long is it? He's like, I don't know, an hour? We could make a whole month of Jerry. And every episode of every week for an entire month of September is just about Jerry. And uh, I don't think he He eventually will be on the show. I do. Maybe. I do think that. I think so. Oh my god, but he's like, how long is it? And you're like, I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour? And he's like, eh, it's too long. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's probably right. He's probably I, right. I enjoy podcasts that are longer. It feels like a full, it, it's more satisfying to me. Right. Podcasts that are in the 30 minute range, I'm less likely to listen to. I think that's why our show, when we first premiered the show, once upon a time, we really wanted it to be about an hour in mm-hmm. length, and it was like fifty minutes to an hour, sometimes over an hour, more often than not. And I and now I think our shows are usually in like the mid forties. Well, with the videos and stuff like that, I feel like it's a little bit more appropriate. But forty five minutes is still a very good chunk of time. You know, what do you think, people at home? Yeah, uh, what the frick do you let think? us know in the comment section <laughs> or all about a podcast at gmail.com. Do you like a longer show or a shorter show or no show at all? Um, or maybe two. Do you want two of these? Really? really? Do you want, you want us two? to do a drinking game once a week on YouTube? We're thinking about because uh, that's probably going to happen. You know, the show is so good. We want to. We oh, we might geez. make it two hours long, or make a make a secondary podcast to kind of be like the sister podcast to this one. And it would be, it would just be called more. You know what I love? It. Sarcastic Bargles because he's really shining right now. Okay, mm. next well. on my list. <laughs> Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next on your list is nothing. Okay. I made tofu for the first time yesterday, and How now and now I know what to do next time. Do you like tofu? It's I. All I did. What's it made out of? I don't even know. All I did was drain it. So I, you know, paper towel, paper towel, bad for the environment. Um, cancel me. Paper towel, paper towel. Um, squeezed all, out all the water juices, and then. You know, for like a half an hour, you have to like apply pressure and it's like a process. I didn't realize that when I opened it because I was starving. And so all I did was look up a YouTube video, how to make tofu. 
easiest way to make tofu. And there's one video that has like a million views and thousands of thumbs up. And it's just this lady doing a voiceover of a bunch of different ways to make tofu. And it's like an above shot of like cutting and cooking. And she was like, this is the sauce we like to use. And it's all these like soy sauce, rice wine vinegar, uh, toasted sesame oil, chili paste and all this stuff. So I made like a really quick little sauce, put it on the always pan, browned it on all sides, threw in the sauce, another seven minutes or so. And it was freaking good. It's okay. not bad. It was pretty good. It tasted like tofu. For my first time. Right. And that sauce. I think you could put any anything, anything with that sauce. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. That was my last thing. We'll put, can we put that tofu? Can we link it? Should we link it? That video? You want to link it? The video? You want to put a link down? If you say link again, guess where I'm going to end up. Guess. Guess. Don't. Don't. Make me say um, it. I think if you're going anywhere, you're going into a coffee table. That's, that's where right, you're going right. to go. <laughs> you're going to that coffee table. Okay, I'm hey. done. I'm done. Okay, well, you know, that's great. Um, any, so, no, no, anything more? Um, so, that's... No, sir. That is the end of the week in review. Mm-hmm. We, we review every week uh, for you and for ourselves. And now, I think about, you know, what you just said really... It resonated with me. Uh, the part about how you reviewed the week. I can't take you seriously with that shirt. It's so bad. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you know what's crazy about this shirt? You know, if we want to take more time. No, go ahead. Shirt. No. Well, just because just, just, it's got a lot going on. Just it's ask got, me. There's a lot of things that are on the shirt, right? But there's also a lot of things that aren't. Right? This shirt's got Aaron. it's got Castlevania. No one knows what that is. It's got Ice Cube from NWA. I, it's got I m- do know Ice Cube. The Macho Man Randy Savage, rest in peace. Um, wait, ma- Macho Man, rest in peace, right? Really, asking really, you? you're asking, asking me. You? But you know what the shirt doesn't have? Who's Macho Man? You'd think with all this stuff on my shirt. By the way, for the listening audience, sincerest condolences and apologize for uh, describing something that you can't see. Yeah, you're going to have to watch our YouTube channel. Check out, check out YouTube to, to see this uh, beautiful t-shirt that I'm oh currently God, wearing. It's on my freaking gross. Touching my skin. Um, Guess who's not going to touch you okay, if you're wearing that shirt. You know shirt. what? Long story made so much longer than needed is what's not on the shirt. Care to tell us what's not on the shirt? Uh, and what? Also is what's today's episode all about? It's all about running an online shop part two. Those. How many part twos will we have? Well, how many episodes do we have? Times that by two. <laughs> Get so, it? Yeah, I think it was actually uh, in the 40s. Episode in the 40s. In the 40s? I think it was episode 40, oh. 46 or something around there, if my memory serves. Uh-huh. Uh, we talked about running an online shop. And that was, uh, you know, or that is something that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Together, we manage aerialbay.com, which is... Uh, sells prints and presets we've mentioned it here on the show we mentioned almost every show now we didn't for quite some time um i wonder why that is mm. maybe one of these questions that we've been emailed it'll kind of come to light we have collected questions regarding the print shop slash presets uh for a few months now actually 
We also get uh, emails on occasion from people asking about starting the, a shop. And the number has gone up, which I enjoy. I love checking the email and seeing, oh, there's 10 emails. And then I'm like, oh, damn, I need to actually check this more often. You are so on it. Don't act like you neglect no, the email. I, I, no, the All About It podcast said Gmail is not checked Oh, well. <laughs> frequently. No, it's not. All the other like six, seven emails that we got going on, yes. Uh-huh. Religiously. Uh-huh. In, in fact, I check them hourly. Um for certain people and certain things but the all about it podcast at gmail.com full disclosure i check it maybe once all right all right all right get on to it uh so running an online shop Mm -hmm. it's what we do Mm -hmm. we sell stuff we sell other stuff and we still sell prints and presets and maybe one day we'll sell uh don't don't give it away okay i won't (laughs) i won't but why don't we just get into some of these questions uh, in terms of maybe there's a slight potential uh, to help someone. Right. And, um, or if you're just curious about, you know, what we do to make the money. True. Uh, also just always like to disclaimer anytime, um, I am wearing a backwards hat and it's not just main man, but don't trust someone wearing a backwards hat with professional business acumen right. uh, advice especially when the hat moves up as the show goes on yeah, as the show goes oh, on, okay. oh, oh sorry don't do it what happened do i have, do I have sad eyes <laughs> no right you're good <laughs> sometimes when bargles puts his hat on backwards it pushes his eyebrows down and i says i says wow <laughs> coffee table i say that you have <laughs> Boink. i say that you have sad eyes because it it does it looks okay. like you have like these right. these little like dumb puppy eyes yeah oh, I, I just love i love the idea that there are people that are <laughs> watching and listening right now that are like okay get on with the banter so i can get to the real like business oh, advice no, no, here no. hey like, if you have a um if you have what a, a zen diagram right. a ven ven or zen is it a venn diagram it's a venn diagram okay i'm in i'll join you in the coffee table okay shards of uh Shards of... Uh, uh, I love glass. Shards of shards. So the first question is, website related, how important is having a good website mm. versus having good social media presence slash engagement? You know what's crazy that I just realized? Huh. I don't know why I never think about this. The website has barely changed since we launched almost four years ago. It's true. Four years of print shop it really hasn't changed the layout i think we're using the same layout it's the same template on squarespace right we've we've messed with colors we've messed with fonts Uh, the logo has not changed the color of the logo hasn't changed right which is good because i don't think it will i don't see a reason for it to it's Mm -hmm. really simple i just we used to it used to be three pictures across and it was like the print took up the whole frame and now i put them into frames and it looks cleaner i think yes does that make sense yes I so remember when you go to the website it's like you see them in front in examples of frames versus just the picture okay that's how it started it was just the picture but anyway i think it's important to have an easy website it should be straightforward when you hit the home page you should Whoever's visiting the website should know exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it should be easy to navigate, simple. There should not be like, you know, 
the about page should be very concise and minimal. But in my there opinion. should be one. There should be one. Um, like, you know, co- like easy contact page. Like if someone wants to get a hold of you, it should be really easy to find. But with the way that it looks, your work should speak for itself. Well, you're talking about a print shop. This this doesn't necessarily embellish just print shop. Any creative thing, the work should speak for itself. Yeah, I, th- I agree that when someone gets to the homepage, that whatever the product or the message or the brand is trying to get across should be front and center and require little to no scrolling or mm-hmm. clicking or work. Um, what I've learned, especially the last four years, is reinforce the idea of people don't click. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get people to click. Yeah. Uh, I think about myself. It's hard to get me to click. Okay. Yeah. Can't do it. Um, so if you have, you know, definitely want to audit your navigation, mm-hmm. audit from the user perspective, from a customer perspective. How does it feel? Is it really intuitive of going from shopping to cart to checkout or the information to the blog title to the blog itself or, you know, make it as easy as possible and then find ways to make it easier and easier and easier until you feel like I cannot make this any easier or more simple for the person to just go and do it and have a fun experience. People will go to your website. They're never going to buy your thing. They're never going to do anything. Uh, You have to treat you have to con- kind of convince them to click on the thing, to go that extra step. So it's like, don't think you can convince everybody. Yeah. And like, just make it easy. And the people that want it will have an easier time getting it. I also think when you're designing a website, it's good to remember that you should probably assume that whoever is hitting your homepage has no idea who you are or what you do. That's, That's how you should think of it when you're trying to decide what to put on the homepage, I think. So Yeah, I like that. So it should be either super straightforward homepage or it should say who you are and what you do right away. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, the reason behind that is just to cut to the chase. Yeah. Like you you built a website for a purpose. You're building your social media for a purpose. This question is so open. I kind of love it because it doesn't it doesn't tell me how old you are or where you are coming from or what business you're in or even if you're in business at all. Right. It's just asking what's more important, a good website or good social media. That question is they are, they're equally important to achieve different things. I agree. Something like that. So I don't think that one is more important than the other. They just serve different purposes. It's like what comes first. What, which one? Mine started with social media. And then I was already posting sunsets and nature and birds and travel and all that stuff. And then it just snowballed into starting a shop because people were like, I want this on my wall. And I didn't even, right. I, thought, I thought about it, you know, but I just. Not really. Not really. Not really. I mean, I was Which there. Which is kind of, it's kind of annoying to hear that probably, but I just. It's just one of those things that kind of happened and I had already built Squarespace websites and I had an idea of how I wanted it to look. I had a blog forever. I've had my URL for like 12 years or something weird like that. Like it was a requirement to build a website when I was in high school and we had to use like HTML code and there were no 
website builders and we had to just figure it out. And I made my name into my URL and I've had it since then. And it's been the same ever since. Wow. Long time. Go daddy. <laughs> I'm thinking of starting a print shop this fall and I'm taking a lot of pictures. How many pictures is too many to start with? How many is too many to start with? I would say... Baskin and Robbins says 31 flavors yeah. is always good. Yeah. I think that's kind of a good number, actually, when what, you 31? think about it. Or between 20 and 30. I think that's... Well, what, what what's your opinion? I'll, and I'll, I'll say mine. I think to start... I, I would say between 20 and 25. Okay. It's kind of sounds like a lot, but when you put it on paper and you scroll, it's it's decent. Mm -hmm. What do you think? <sighs> do you think less is more at the beginning? I think less is more. I think to be concise, uh, instead of like, I need to have 31 images. Well, then I think the 31st image isn't going to be as good as the first one. Yeah. Like you're you're setting an arbitrary minimum or maximum for yeah, yourself. Yeah, you don't want to force it if there's one or two or three or four or five that aren't as strong as the others. Right. There, you're not going to have 31, you know, full on all stars, and that's part. That's and you, that's a good thing. You don't. That's just the way it is. Yeah. You are gonna. You want to have some marquee players. You want to have some middle tier guys, mm -hmm. and then you're gonna have some prints in there that you think higher than what they're going to achieve. Oh, yeah. That you love them and they don't sell. After four years of doing this, we know exactly what will sell better we than know, others. We know before a print is launched. Yes, how well it How well do. it's going to do. Yeah. Um, just ba And then maybe three, four years ago, though, it's like, oh, this one's going to do great because we like it and we, we think it'll do great. And then it doesn't. And also... Ones that's like, yeah, that's just, that's almost like a throwaway pick. And then it's like, it's one of the all, the it's best. a top 10. It's a top 10 and we'll never get rid of it. I'm yeah. not going to say which is which, yeah. you know, that's, hey, email all about a podcast, gmail.com if you want to know some that, that level of detail. Um, we've shared that with some other people, but I'd say 20 prints. And if you have 30, take that 10 and hang on to it for the yeah. next release yeah. so that you can then, you already have something in your back pocket that's to build excitement again. To you know, to do a giveaway or a sale. Oh, hey, here's my here's a launch. We're launching new prints every three months. You need to have something to create buzz over, right? So if that means saving a collection for a couple months, I say that's worth it. Yeah, I mean, just little things like that, yeah. it's, it, and all like whatever got you to this point, just stick with that. So if you already are taking a bunch of pictures, that's not going to stop just because right. this started. Right. In fact, you should, you might then be incentivized to keep going mm -hmm. and take more pictures. And that's why lately I feel like some companies that have emerged in the last five years will come out with one product to start. It's true. Especially like skincare and makeup. I feel like that's been really prevalent lately. Like they'll come out with one face mask or one mascara and it's like they hold on to the products that they've developed and then it's like oh this brand new thing we have which was actually really available when the mascara came out but we've been holding on to it because we want to create anticipation and buzz and all of these things like mac like apple stuff 
they know exactly what's coming out next year and exactly what it is and what it does and the marketing strategies and like it's all ahead of time right they're not going to release everything at the same time that it wouldn't make any sense right not everybody has like a team of a thousand right to manifest that these work. things yeah i feel like the best ideas we've had and i'm looking at this the next question of is it better to sell your stuff piece by piece or is it better to package things together into bundles like you did for the cost plus world market collage kit or is it even smarter to try and license and wholesale your prints to other shops, have them sell it for you? Very smart question. Yeah. A lot, lot of layers here. It sounds like you've done a little bit of research or something. Yeah. Uh, the Cost Plus Collage Kit, go get one. Go to CostPlusWorldMarket.com, search Ariel Bay and go get, get a collage kit. They're, they're inexpensive and awesome. Yeah. And not our idea. Yeah, not our idea. Can't take credit. And also not our same printer. Cost Plus manufactures everything and packages everything. Right. And that's another thing with the logo. Like they took my logo from my website and put it onto the front of yeah, that package. They didn't even ask you. They just put it on there. Well, that's, I mean, it's assumed that I, that is the logo I and it, it should be used. I like it. <laughs> but basically, I think the, the to answer the question... Well, it wasn't your idea to do the collage kit. We were approached. We were approached, but there's a lot of examples of that, of oh, being yeah. approached or like for the past several years of getting an email of, can you do this for me? Right. And then we weigh it like, do we want to add that to the shop? Right. And then like, can I get a gift card? Well, now we have gift cards. Mm -hmm. um, can you do smaller prints or bigger prints and that's why we went from having you know three or four sizes to having i think six or seven sizes mm -hmm. um and then like the matting on the frames and then expanding the matting yeah. on the frames like just having more options was something that people wanted mm -hmm. i still debate with myself if we've made the right decisions and i need to see it play out and then we might scale even further or uh, scale it back a little bit. Like maybe yeah. we do have too many options. It's a lot of trial and error. Right. And also the, a lot. And, and the seasons are cyclical. So, yeah. and the past couple of years have been really crazy. If you know anybody that owns their own business, um, you know, some people it's going left and some, some people it's going right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Crazy. What was the last question? I just want to refresh her. Is it better to try and sell stuff oh, piece yeah. by piece? Is it better to package things together is it smarter to try and sell your stuff wholesale to other shops to sell for you? I would start with your own thing, test it out, see how it feels one by one. I feel like that is easier to manage and easier to just get up and running. And then from there, create collections if you want, discount it as a bundle. And then from there, however well it's going, you need to create some sort of wholesale price based on sales and how you feel about it. So I feel like that's kind of the last step, yeah, right? I, I'd say so because in our experience with your prints, wholesale and licensing kind of has trumped the print sales. And it's case by case too. It took, it took you know, a few years to like get to that point right. of – now we have relationships with people and people reach out to us more often. And so we kind of, the lines of communication are open mm -hmm. and we talk to people in France, Belgium, New Zealand, Italy, 
Japan, all over the world. And they all want like, oh, I want this picture from your Instagram. What do we got to do? And some people want it for these little things. And some people want it for these very, very big things. And that kind of helps the print shop reinforce the identity of some of those prints. Like now, now it's like, oh, these companies want that print. Okay. Well, then we get to go, why is that? Right. And then we get to kind of then tailor what future prints might look like if we know that this kind is, you know, mm-hmm. this style or whatever. Like, for example, Poke House in Italy. Right. Well, do they have other countries now? It's expanded since we first talked to them. Right. Like, they, Poke House is a, is a pokey restaurant, like, takeaway, fast, casual yeah, takeaway. Yeah, like, build your own poke bowls. I don't know if it's build your own. I think it is. I think no. that you tell them what you want on it and then they do it for you. Okay. Well, that's not yeah. build your own. That's just oh, okay. a Pokeball. But, they build it for um, you. <laughs> yeah. I, they had one location and they wanted some Southern California art and we hooked them up and we gave them a great deal. And then they opened up two more locations in like Milan mm-hmm. and uh, some other Rome. in Rome. Yeah. So now they have three locations. Well, then they're expanding and then they came back and they're like, we want, we want to basically like mimic what we did, but we need way more. Right. I think they have like six or seven locations. They're really thriving. And we keep we keep helping them with yeah. pictures in their stores and also on their social media and stuff. And it's just like when they reach out, it's just it's kind of a nice back and yeah, forth of, yeah. uh, you know, we got to go to Italy and check out your prints in some pokey house now. Hopefully soon. <laughs> so and then that in conjunction with like a thing like Pigment in San Diego, which is a like a beautiful store that sells home goods gifts clothes like the cutest stuff we were how long ago do you think we started a year or two yeah i want 2019 yeah so 2019 we started wholesaling to pigmen and then that's that's an example of like a store that sells our prints that you where you can get them in real life you don't have to wait on shipping or anything like that so there's a lot of different things that have happened over the years just from us having the shop that we started four years ago and things catch on and start happening. What do you think is more important? Connecting with people online or connecting pe- with people locally in your community? I feel like both equally for their own reasons, but I will say that there's been more opportunity for shop growth and brand growth with online stuff because it can be anywhere in the palm of your hand as opposed to locally it's like a really cool feeling to be in touch with the community and for people to come see you in real life and meet people that live near us when we've done like pop-ups and stuff in downtown oceanside it's always been fun it's been profitable yeah and we get to meet with uh like people that like city planners and stuff and go to different council meetings and i mean we we did that i feel Mm -hmm. like it's been a minute since we did that you know covid kind of yeah kicked our ass when it comes we haven't done a market since covid i just there are there are so many reasons that it's a pro Mm -hmm. versus a con but i i focus on online more I, i think it's just what i'm more used to and what i've seen the most return from as a business and then also people that i've been able to you know help like this with the questions and everything it's like you don't have to come to me locally it's so much easier to just be able to 
give information or, you know, you know, our sales online. It's like you can be anywhere in the world. There you go. Yeah. Well, the other kind of questions are kind of in line with what we've already talked about. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Okay. I was going to say if if I was just first starting out like today, I would also, you know, launch an Etsy shop with the same products, same pricing as my website, except if you have like, for example, all of our print names are like people names. And for Etsy, I would just throw out those names altogether. And if it was uh, palm see. tree, purple, purple yeah. palm tree print, it would be yeah. super descriptive of what that picture is. So mm -hmm. that's if someone's searching for those keywords, they can easily find it. Right. So that's something different that I would do with Etsy. And then I know there's like listing costs and stuff, transaction fees and whatever, but it could be worth it if it, you know, if people get the stuff, like your shop, review it, you get good reviews, people come back to it, people find it. So you never know what can happen. We're yeah. just a little bit of Etsy. <laughs> well, that's kind of like the message of the week. The universe has been telling me f this whole week leading up to today, talking to friends, talking to family. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're going to be presented with adversity and we want to turn or we want to run away or we yeah. want to stop feeling that feeling and if you know what the different steps will take you what direction or you know like your sister being at the um the san diego market recently mm -hmm. and the weather starts to turn it starts to rain oh yeah and it's early in the day and people are packing up and going home yeah and if you pack up and you go home in that moment, maybe it feels, you know, you're conflicted, but in the, and speaking in metaf metaphorically here. Yeah. And, and actually literally in case of sister beach attorney at law, uh, <sighs> if you go home, if you pack up and go home, you know what happens next, you go home and that's the end. You know what happens. Yeah. But if you stick it out and you see it through and, and you deal with the wet metaphorical, uh, <laughs> you don't know what's going to come from yeah. it. You don't know what could ha what could happen. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing it like Castaway, Tom Hanks. He's like, but then another sail comes in and then <laughs> the wind brings me a sail. So if you just stick with it, then, the th then something else might come from it. Ergo, July of 2017, Ariel starts her print shop because we have friends and family that wanted some prints. Yeah. Made a couple hundred bucks went out to dinner celebrated cut to now you know i was i quit my previous job at an office to help manage this because it needs managing and then since me quitting my job and working the print shop and you know working with you as a what an agent slash manager slash home home chef um you know where we are now and and the trajectory of you know what could be because of you know the relationships that we have you just never know. Stay yeah. stay open to the possibilities and some something might happen. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. That's that's probably my own, my best advice. Yeah, I've said this before, but if you've been wanting to start something and if you think of it like where would you be if you started 1 year ago today? Wouldn't you be glad that you started a year ago today? Usually the answer is going to be yes. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I need to take my own advice because there's some stuff that I'd like to do. I know. Don't don't cry. Before holiday 2021. Don't, don't start crying. So, listen. Oh, oh God. Are you crying? <laughs> do we have time for a couple preset questions? We can blow through? Yes. Rapid okay, fire. Okay, rapid fire. There's only two. <laughs> One, two. How did you know how to package your presets? I love your install guide. It's so cute and detailed. That's nice. Well... How did I know how to package them? What do you mean package them? Huh? Like uh, present them when someone buys them. How did I know how to present them in a folder? Oh, like a zip folder? Yeah. But like with the install guide, like I have been, I had been developing those presets for years because I worked with a color story and that was definitely like a leg up for me, like knowing them, talking to them and being close with them for that for that long before I started my own. It's another case of someone asking you yeah. to do something you'd never done before. Yeah. And you're like, I can do that. Yeah. And I think even the first time you were asked, you said, yeah, I can do that. But you didn't know how to do it. You were just like, yeah, I can do it. And no. you and you could because you did, but you had to figure out like how to do it. And then you did it. So and it, yeah. I taught myself Lightroom many, many, many years ago. I don't even know how long ago. But that's what I used for weddings and stuff, like editing weddings, processing photo shoots and stuff. And I didn't know about the preset thing until after I taught myself Lightroom because no one taught me how to make my own presets. Mm. I just figured it out along the way. Right. So when I developed presets with a color story, it was like I was kind of teaching myself, myself how to make the presets and then what that meant moving forward. And this was years ago. This was like four or five years ago now. But... Doing mobile presets was a whole new thing for me, like developing them into the right file format, making it so that when you get the file, I know exactly what you need to do to make it work on your phone. That whole thing was like, you know, a lot of research, time spent figuring out what I wanted it to look like when it's in your phone. Trial and error on all kinds of different phones and operating right. systems and the whole back end. And then yeah. the installation guide is kind of just a little PDF with like an intro and pages of how to install the actual mobile presets onto your phone with visual guides and, you know, step-by-step -step instructions. It's not that long. It takes five minutes, would you say? Yeah. And you only have to do it the one time, so... I appreciate the compliment. That was a very, um, I remember the week before we launched mobile presets, I was sitting at the dining room. There's a picture that Margles took of me sitting at the dining room table, crying, laughing in my pajamas with headphones on. I was just, I look at that picture and I'm like in the middle of figuring out all that logistical stuff and like finishing up the before and after example pictures for the website making all new website pages like I was really <laughs> I think it was on a good one I was uh it was just like a funny moment like late at night and I was like crying but laughing at the same time so anyway it's mm -hmm. a little uh, insight uh your presets always work on every picture for me someone said that how did you make them so that this would be the case? So I think the question is, how did I make all the presets so that they would work on every picture? Is that kind of what you're getting from this? I, I think so. So again, with the trial and error thing, mm -hmm. trying everything, I ask friends of mine to send me pictures from their iPhone that they've never edited before. Like, do you have any pictures of like, 
you and your husband or you and your friends in like very real life situations where you took a picture on your iPhone. And then I use that as a test. Like I have a folder in my Lightroom called mobile test images and I apply different presets to those pictures and then tweak them a little bit from there and then save them and then save it again as like a test one, test two, test three. And then eventually I go through all of them and I'll end up deleting one or applying one to one. And it's like horrible. Hmm. (laughs) Like it looks so bad until every single preset I've made looks good on every single example picture I have. And more often than not, it works out. It works out. Mobile pictures are easier to manage than real camera pictures. I believe it. So, yeah, that's that. Just a lot of testing, a lot of time spent testing. Well, that's good. That's all good. So you you make sure that it works. Last thing you want is to do something that yeah. doesn't work. Pre- Last thing you want to do is put out a print, uh, put it online, and then your printer makes it super saturated or desaturated. Or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's things that are going to come down the pipe that you don't know are yeah. coming. Yeah. But just roll with it. But that's all I got, Bargles. Hey. Well, that's all about running online shop part two. Bargles loves watching me talk. When I talk, you're like, <laughs> you're talking. <laughs> you just look good, babe. Oh, thanks. You, you look so good with your eyebrows and the I'm rest having of your a face. good eyebrow day. Oh, there you go. Thank I, you. I compliment. You're welcome. Um, I mean, that, that, that's that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. And if you want some presets, they are available at arielbay.com. The collection pack is there. We have other things coming down the freaking pipe. And the prints are on there, too. That's true. Use code ALLABOUTIT at checkout to receive 20% off. It's Black Friday weekend year-round year round. for all of our favorite people. That's which is right. You. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. If you have not watched, uh, Barkles and I sit um, at the same table as such, and we go back and forth, but there are visuals involved. Episode and, topics. Uh, Hook yeah. it up. All about a podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can also throw them in the comment section below as well. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Till next time. Bye.